Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to There You Have It with MJ. Sorry if I sound a little bit run down. I have fought off whatever is going around and finally it won the battle. So bear with me. Um, I'm going to still be sarcastic. I just can't stop with that. But it's just going to not be as... <clears throat> I'm not tired. I just, I, again, uh, just not feeling 100. So... I kind of want to talk to you about something um, that puts a lot of people on edge with me or when they're around me, especially when they see me out in social settings and they've known me for a while. So I'm 40 plus and um, two years ago I took a decided left turn in my life and um, stopped drinking. I joined the AA program and walked my steps and have been sober for two years. Now, this is a complete left turn from who I was for, gosh, since about 14. I could hold my liquor. I could, well, most of it. If you gave me Jaeger, not so much. Um, but, I mean, I, I could party with the best. And, uh, the problem with that was I lived a very fast and free life. And unfortunately I didn't accept consequences when they approached me. Um, but I always found a way out. I always found a way around them. And as an adult, when I was 40 and had my last drink, I realized I can't ever do this again. I'm too old and not old in the sense of um, age wise, but I'm too old in the sense of knowledge. You know, I was putting my life and everyone else around me at risk every time I, I took one too many shots. Um, so I took the steps, walked my steps. I lost a few friends um, and I put friends in quotes. I realized throughout that year, first year of sobriety that the marriage that I'd pushed for that for six years I'd longed for wasn't marriage. It was actually in that sense. And I'm not saying marriage as a whole, but marriage in this instance was more of a jail. And, um, when I, about six months into my walk in sobriety, I, the shades came off. And I saw him for who he truly was. And it was very scary. Um, it was not a pleasant experience. And again, it's not one I'm ever going to live again. So, but again, but to reiterate on that, you realize things when you take the veil off. Not the marriage veil, but the shading that alcohol puts on, put on me. I realized a lot of things. Now, there are some struggles with um, being an alcoholic and not and being sober. One of them I'm having, I'm experiencing right now, is cough medicine. Guys, when I say I can't touch alcohol, I can't touch it. And the alcohol content in OTC cough medicines, it's there for a reason to satiate and alleviate 
and calm, you know, the symptoms of heavy coughs and flu and um, cold and such like that, I get to deal with children's cough syrup. The positive on that is it tastes a hell of a lot better. I mean, I get it. I could have bubblegum cough syrup. The negative on that is trying to buy that in bulk and not getting side eye stares or being said, hey, so I'm sorry your baby's sick. And you're like, no, nah, this is for me. And yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I I don't mind. It is just kind of hilarious. Um, also, dating. Dating normies is what we call them. It's very interesting. I put people sometimes on edge. And this is normal guys, people who drink all the time, and my friends. It makes them uneasy. It makes them sometimes feel uncomfortable to be around me. I don't have a problem being in the environment. I will never, as of today, and every, you know, one of the things we say in the program is take it a day at a time, one step at a time. But as of today, in this instance, I don't plan to drink again. And hopefully tomorrow I'm the same way. Um, if you are questioning your relationship with alcohol or with anything, it's always best to go into, you know, go and talk to someone, seek help. Um, speaking from experience, detoxing is incredibly painful. Um, one, one instance that I had when I was probably still detoxing, I want to say I was maybe three or four weeks sober. Um, I had a seizure as I was coming up the stairways and the stairwell of my apartment, three flights up. And luckily my neighbor saw me at the top of the stairs before I fell down the stairs. But, um, you know, I'd had so much in my body from the alcohol that, you know, the detox, the, um, the seizure, just my brain couldn't handle it. And it just happened. It was a very scary episode. And again, I don't ever want to encounter that again one more time. So yet another reason it's more in my best interest, never to pick up a drink or cough medicine with alcohol in it. Um, but let's go back to this. So if you guys, if you're struggling, there's always outlets. Um, you can go to counseling. You can go to AA. It's free. These people do not care. I remember my first meeting when I said my name and that I'm an alcoholic. And it wasn't really a welcoming. It was just more of a, we got you. Um, but before I did that, before I took my first chip, I listened and I heard my story come from so many other people's mouths who I'd never met. It was very unnerving, but it also let me know that I wasn't alone. So it's Thursday, 
it's, if you're thirsty, just go outside, open your mouth and get some water because it is raining in Houston. I don't know when we're going to see sun again, but man, if there's anything that's going to add to depression, there you go. Um, but so guys, what I would suggest is if you're feeling down, go to the gym, go get a rope, jump some rope, do something active, feel better, laugh, find something to put a smile and tick those corners up on your face. I, however, am going to take it easy on my voice box because right now this is painful. Um, have a wonderful day. Sorry if this is kind of to the point. Um, I hope it helps you. And I'll talk to you guys later.